Well, welcome back. Welcome back. Misinformation, a love story. A love story. This is part two of uh, the story of the radicalization of my family. Would you say that this is the second date? It could be. It could be. Things are going pretty well. So last time... (laughs) Last time we talked a little bit about uh, Mike Adams, the founder of Natural News, and what a stand-up guy he is. Yeah. Talked about his his uh, late 90s Y2K apocalypse website. And it was all the, all the rage. Yes. And uh, over the break, I had you read a uh, the hate speech in Y2K article. Yeah. Would you care to know my thoughts? I, I would love <laughs> to know your thoughts. Um, I have to say, first off, he, re- he wrote that article. It read, let's see. It was giving mad scientists journal from a bad horror movie, first <laughs> yeah. and foremost. Okay. It starts with, aha! Yeah, it does. literally starts with that, um, where he's connecting dots that don't exist. He goes into uh, thought crimes. Yeah. So just to summarize, people are, well, in November of 1999, we're on the cusp of being arrested and charged for crimes of thinking certain things. Yes. Because he built this whole bit on this story that's probably not true. Maybe it is of a of some of a kid who wrote an essay and in yeah. the essay he said I want to blow the school up. Yeah. And then was charged with a crime for mm-hmm. that. Um which again could be true could not be true. I don't know about that. But then went on about how people's thoughts are now going to be criminalized and you can't um what was the example he gave? Um, uh, talking about hate crimes, it doesn't matter, according to him, what you know what they were saying when they murdered somebody. Yeah, it's just that they murdered somebody. And to your point, what you said earlier, he never really gets to something good. There's no. nothing groundbreaking at all. It's just a lot of like, oh, around, yeah, yeah, Ta- freaking out in a circle. Yeah, he talked about China at one point, communist China, he and now they're China. Lo- they all love it. They fucking. Cause that, cause if we're not careful, that's who we're going to be or whatever. I don't know. But he talked about, uh, that they're being charged criminally for meditating. Yeah. Because according to him, self-awareness is a problem for the government because they need you to be susceptible to mind control. <laughs> Says one of the least self-aware people I think I've come across. Exactly. Well, it's just, it checks out. Yeah. I did. I had to, I screened, I, for a quote, Yes. I had to screenshot this one because I just thought this was so funny. I saved this little clip because I just had to read this. I it's it's not anything super uh, groundbreaking, but it just made me laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not an anti-crime movement. It is an anti-freedom movement. "Quote: Hate speech legislation destroys the First Amendment of the Constitution, and with that out of the way, the rest of our sacred, God-given rights quickly erode." Yeah. So we get very serious yeah and i love when they talk about freedom of speech being god-given by the way yes jesus himself yeah no actually god doesn't want you to have free speech (laughs) if you read the fine print of the bible but that's okay (laughs) the what i love about this too and this just happened to be in my screen grab that i took the Mm -hmm. very next thing all in caps no freedom thoughts allowed in china (laughs) (laughs) okay so um that's gonna be our first t-shirt yeah (laughs) no freedom thoughts allowed in china it's just it's like so like it could you could make people truly believe well, I'm sure he did make people believe in yeah. this article. Mm-hmm. But it could it could seem is it that it wouldn't seem believable to those people if it was a little bit smarter or what? Like 
Obviously, this is a hilarious article written like, I said, a mad scientist who's reading behind his journal that, you know, the main character finds later on. But it's like a Tim Burton character. It is. And I don't know, after consuming quite a bit of content from this guy, I and I, I hate to say this because it does it says something about my family. I think that the average person that believes the shit he says probably isn't the smartest or at the very least isn't does not hold critical thinking as a value. I mean, that's I, I that makes sense to me. Yeah. Or is it that like, I mean, the the thing that I find and I, and again, the, the, we're just going to continually unpack shit in this podcast. Yeah. I know we will. But for whatever reason, the idea of politically correctness mm-hmm. on the far right is the, and in this article, it it is the worst threat more than any sort of Armageddon that, yeah. you know, according to him. Is it that these people aren't clever or smart enough to read between the lines? Or is it that their hate for whether it's, marginalized people or the fact that they have to even be asked to to have a, an ounce of compassion and empathy for people that they don't know in scenarios that they don't want to find themselves in. Yeah. That hatred of having to be considerate <laughs> is it truthfully does that drive them to believe these ridiculous stories because they're these ridiculous stories and all of their ridiculousness are supporting the concept that they have which is I'm more important than anything else, mm-hmm. and I will not be bothered to be compassionate or considerate of other people. Yeah. No, I think that that's definitely part of it. I think that this sick little world that he creates with his website and his, his you know, conspiracy theories and the po- apocalypse and all of that is an environment where somebody can get confirmation bias. Like, I would rather live through nuclear winter than not be able to say the N-word anymore. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'd rather, be, yeah, I'd rather... And so, yeah. And go so through that like, than have to say they, them, or, you yeah, know... Yeah, exactly. It's so, so stupid. I found this guy who has this website that might be talking about unhinged apocalypse shit, but I really like that he's also pissed off that he can't say the N-word anymore. Yeah. I do love his example of this kid who wrote an essay about blowing up his school and how like if that happened like today or even any time in the last 10 years, that kid would have been clapped so fucking fast. Yeah. Because that's the first sign. You know, if somebody is writing about, I want to blow shit up, I want to murder people, I want to mass murder people. That's not a normal journal entry. That's not an essay topic. Let me ask you this question. When you imagine him, because I'm sure you have, furiously typing these articles out is he wearing a tinfoil hat i mean in my mind he's maybe you know in a shed yeah unwashed (laughs) like (laughs) clothes have been worn for several days on end gotcha i feel like maybe some meth oh yeah maybe some mcdonald's wrappers yeah like see that's the question that is the question that i have about mike adams in this through this whole thing do you really believe this shit or did you just figure out how to monetize something very fringe very early i i guess yeah i do wonder because it's not hard to write that shit so you could spit out an article like that in 20 minutes because there's no thought behind it in terms of like a beginning middle and end and what 
what is the information I need my audience to know that they yeah. may not have known. You don't have to think about that stuff when you're writing this because no. all you have to do is use bold, capitalized words like he fucking did in this article mm-hmm. to draw people in the right audience and use certain things like words like socialism and communism and immediately those people are into it. So yeah, Ashley, you you, you pose an excellent question. Yeah. Is is this man, does he believe the own his own shit? Essentially, does he believe the the things that he's saying, or is he just just trying to make a buck? Thank you for giving me a taste of his um, c- creative writing skills because yeah. they were definitely, I would say, at least fifth grade, sixth grade level, and accurate, potentially worthy for some sort of B movie mad scientist journal entries found years after his death. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, and I'm cur- curious. So now we know that the Y2K thing did not work out. It did not. Um, not according to him, but according to real human people, it didn't work out. So I'm curious to know the next phase in Mike Adams' life. The next the next step, the next thing. Yeah, the next season, if you will. Now, now we're really going to start cooking because holy shit. So by the time that Natural News is born, it's pr- probably pretty clear for you to see that Mike Adams already has experience spreading propaganda and promoting products around that narrative. It's going to be very, very important for the rest of our story. Yes. So I feel like this was his 2.0 concept. One of the biggest differences was that this time, Natural News had multiple authors. Y2K Newswire was just Mike Adams in his shed, Yes, as we've discussed. (laughs) Uh, but now he has um, several writers producing content for Natural News. This time around, his angle was going to be health, which is smart, because why focus on a topic that has a hard end date like Y2K when you can focus on an evergreen topic that has no end date for you to keep making claims against? Yeah. There's also a lot of noise surrounding health. Yes. So it's it's not something that has, to I think what you're saying, like a concrete black and white sort of mm-hmm. uh, path you can do you can say anything about health because there's all sorts of yes noise around it that's interesting absolutely so on the site he claimed that he was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes at 30 but he figured out a way to cure himself in a matter of months because he figured out a way to transform himself into a healthy mind body and spirit I believe him <laughs> <laughs> totally totally uh it's like yeah. I can't. Yeah, it's I'm I this is this is going so well. Keep going. <laughs> like, <laughs> he this time around he he gives himself a nickname um which oh, he still is clinging to this 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 very day. Now he refers to himself as Mike Adams the Health Ranger. Yeah. I know a lot of guys <laughs> like this Mike character. Yeah, yeah. And it's not good. I thought we'd at least avoid the uh self-nicknaming trope mm-hmm. uh i'm sorry that we didn't avoid that yeah that, no just like people just call me the health ranger i'm at the bar and they're like the health ranger yeah what up, dude? <laughs> oh my god uh, no your your drink's been paid for by the health ranger <laughs> ew that's it's a really these names space force and fucking thought crimes like do yeah. you not hear it back i don't think they do i think you said it sort of earlier the self-awareness mm-hmm. Uh, health ranger the health ranger is that like the blue ranger <laughs> is that like that's all the fucking rangers. it's all the rangers yeah. <laughs> yeah it's uh 
It's the crazy ranger. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> so health content was dominant as the theme of the early days of the site. And this is what this is around the time that I actually saw the site was 2008, 2009. It, it seemed pretty harmless, but uh, I think the, that Daily Beast article mentioned that, you know, even though it was health, health content in the beginning, it was always coupled with skepticism about mainstream medicine and usually offered an alternative. Yeah. Don't get vaccinated. Rub some dirt on it. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, that's also, that's, I think, relevant to the time. Because totally. in 2008, early 2000s too, like holistic medication was becoming very, very popular. Totally. People were treating themselves now mm-hmm. for things that, you know, through this, this really natural way. And so it was really easy to bamboozle people back then because all of the awareness around health, treating yourself, caring for yourself. So it, it was perfect timing. It, it really, really it great was. platform. It's perfect very, storm for Mike. Adams. Very timely uh, content. Mm-hmm. So in the early days of the site, he would go on to promote products once again with the disclaimer that he doesn't make any money off of what he promotes. Wow. But I think he gave up on that ridiculous model in about 2012. He moved away from that model. Because to, to making money and being open about it. Yeah, because that's when they introduced an online store in the form of a sister site, healthrangerstore.com. Stop. Yes. And so to take the nickname that mm-hmm. you gave yourself <laughs> yeah. and to turn it into a revenue stream. Yes. That is, I mean, I guess that's impressive. Yeah. Good, good on you, Mike. You look ridiculous, but it, yeah. I'm sure it made money, right? It had to have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, th- throughout this, you will be both disgusted and impressed. I mean, just the same way I am with any cult leader. Like, yeah, no, it's, it's disgusting, true. but how did you do that? No, if they come out at some point and find like that this dude has like a 12 people locked Compound. in his basement yeah. or something like oh, that, yeah. I would not be shocked at all. No, it's um, under the shed. That's where the bunker is. <laughs> yeah, that's where the bunker is. Jeez. I checked this website out a lot and I, I didn't find any disclaimer that they're not making money off of the products. But they did have a pretty clear message that said that all products on the site were personally reviewed and approved by Mike Adams, the health ranger. <laughs> In all of uh, all of his expertise? Yeah. Can yeah. I ask, does he ha- claim to have any expertise about healthy living, like any sort of degrees, any sort of study or training? Or we're going to get to that. His, if you read his about me page, it just sounds like the rantings of a madman. It's Mike Adams has a bachelor of science degree. End of, end of statement. Not in what, but that he has a bachelor of science degree. Like it could be in fucking accounting for all you know. Right. Mostly his credibility that his own credibility is that he's just awesome. At one point, Mike Adams popped off for doing some sort of uh, study on McDonald's chicken nuggets and showing like how unhealthy they were as if everybody didn't already know. Yeah. So he's like, I test foods for toxicity. And he just, he just makes it seem like he is this like forever scholar who's always searching for natural cures to, to stuff. So his endorsement on these products is more just, he's a spokesperson for them or or, you know, because he doesn't have the expertise. People are looking for his endorsement because they like what he's saying about stuff, but not because he's a health expertise. He bills himself as knowing a lot about natural medicine, probably thinks he's the smartest guy in the room about that. Yeah. And he was the only news source. He On the planet. Yeah. 
Um, and thought he was right about Y2K. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Other than that, I think that he, you know, in a pure narcissistic way is like, I am so ethical. I am so ethical. Usually people who have to talk about how ethical they are are not that. Yeah, it's it's when when people are saying good traits about themselves and they're letting you know up front, it's usually the opposite, I find. Fucking amazing. Okay, so yeah. so he's so he's got the store, he sells these products. They he they're approved by him, which is great because he's this huge fucking health expert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, so called, you know, he claims himself to be. Okay. Totally. Go on. So sorry. So um, I took a look at the store uh, around the, the internet archive around 2012 when it launched so I could get a feel for what the, what the site sold. They had things like supplements, water filters, essential oils, like some kind of pretty basic stuff. Yes. But there was also a category on preparedness with survival food, gear, storable seeds, and heavy metals defense, which is like pills that you take when your blood is toxic with metals. Oh. Oh my god, was that FDA approved? <laughs> I I doubt it. I kind of doubt it. <laughs> kind of doubt it. <laughs> but I have a collection of quite a few national news articles and article titles. Yeah. Um when I say quite a few, I have like tens of thousands oh my god from over the years so the er early stuff was absolutely health related but other themes were very clear very early okay the first of which is prepping and we find and we find (laughs) a rerun so um some early article titles that i found that were about prepping published between 2010 and 2015 I'm i'm gonna read you a few i can't wait Urgent radiation preparedness action items for California, Oregon, Washington, British Columbia, Yukon, and Alaska. Wow. Mm. Okay. Radiation. Yeah. (laughs) They get better. Don't worry. Easy guide to create a home security safe room for emergency preparedness and survival. Okay. I mean, is that, it just all sounds really scary. Keep going. Oh, yeah. That's his his specialty. Radiation. radiation. Yeah. Preppers going low tech to prepare for EMP attack. Oh, my God. He loves those EMPs. Like, even the Chinese weather balloon thing, when that happened uh, a couple months back, yeah. he was like, it's an EMP. I swear to God. <laughs> They're coming to knock out the power grid again. And these are all on natural. These were on natural news. So mm-hmm. people who were logging on, presumably to find resources for health. Yes. Were reading these articles and being like, this is... I mean, I guess those certain things can impact your health. So one might see that naturally this is something to to be yeah radiation can really fuck your yeah really does (laughs) a lot of people don't talk about that but it it does something really bad to your body i feel like we as a team need to bring more awareness to how bad radiation is for your health yeah like if you're an x-ray tech you should wear lead i don't know if you know at all times yeah you have to wear they don't tell you that in school (laughs) um no that's interesting so it's i guess i'm trying to imagine being a consumer and getting on here and seeing an article like that and understanding it's relevancy to the site that I'm on. But go on. No, exactly. Exactly. So I I love that you mentioned that these are scary because the last one I think is like, I think is the scariest. How to survive when the sun doesn't rise. Sustainable (laughs) food preparedness during a nuclear winter. (laughs) It's, it does. So sorry. It does sound like at first, um, like some way to deal with like depression. Yeah. How to survive when the sun just doesn't rise. 
that's really scary. But no, it's it like is. the like a nu- like nuclear winter. Is that what you said? Yeah. It was? Uh, that's wow. Right. Yeah. Wh- like we're like so such extremes. You know, it's fascinating. Okay. Yeah. So we're dealing with prepper apocalyptic mm-hmm. end times sort of. Yeah. Uh, articles and and propaganda. Okay. Yeah. His hit. His like his playlist from Y2K Newswire basically, but he just, I bet he just got some of that content out and like find and replace Y2K with yeah. but, but Russia. Like, <laughs> but China. like when you're reading through these articles, is there any help? Like is it, does it follow like nuclear winter? And then it's like, like, are you, do you have carpal tunnel? Like, is it <laughs> kind of like those? Do you need some kale chips? Yeah. <laughs> Your stomach hurt. Mm, you have acid reflux. Oh, like no. <laughs> it's probably from the radiation. Yeah. I mean, I'm not downplaying acid reflux. Like I have it. I'm in my 30s and I'm falling apart. <laughs> and it sucks. But it just is like when you're on this site, how what are you looking for? And finding these articles and going, oh my God, thank God I came to this site. I don't know. You know what I mean? My family knew of the domain and was going straight to the domain to get news from they, it. They weren't f- tripping on these articles. They were going there for the news. Yeah, they were like, this is what I'm here for. I don't think that's what they were <laughs> here for, there for then, but they are now. I, and I think that the other way that people got caught up in this stuff was social media. Ugh. They they did a really crazy good job of promoting uh, their content on social media. Really? Yes. We'll, and we will discuss some of that. So yeah, we start we start early with prepper stuff. Politically charged stuff is also is also pretty early. So Obama criticism starts emerging around 2011. A lot of criticism around the Affordable Care Act, also known as Obamacare. I have a note here that says at least that's kind of health related. I mean, that's <laughs> I was about to say like this would be your area, you know, Mike to write about because right? it is related to health. And you would think that somebody who cared enough about health would actually appreciate the Affordable Care Act because it meant that more people were being covered. Yeah. And more people were being covered for things that traditionally they weren't getting coverage for, for pre existing conditions. So interesting that there's criticism about that oh, on he a fucking health hates site. Him. Yeah, yeah. Well, of course he does. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not pretty. Yeah. In 2011, he wrote an article about how Obama's birth certificate was clearly fake. Oh my God. Just very clearly fake. So he's um, racist. Oh, I mean, did we not already pick With that the up from the speech, hate speech article? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say the N word anymore. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that's kind of the vibe I <laughs> yeah. got. Right. He didn't say that, but that's the vibe I got. Totally. Yeah. That's true. He is reading, obviously racist. Reading between the lines. Yeah. Um, so anyone the, who cares about radiation is a racist. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that meant. I don't either. I, apolog- I apologize to everyone. <laughs> well, we can, we can take that out. Yeah, maybe. So the story that he wrote about Obama's birth certificate is later replaced. This happens with like a handful of articles on the natural news site. The story was taken out and replaced with this. It's more of a statement. The message was that Mike Adams, through his testing of toxicity in foods, found that his own exposure to toxic elements in food altered his mindset. And I was like, what does this even mean? One of the articles that I read for this talks just about that, that switch that happened in this weird message. And they speculated that he was making an excuse for some of the most unhinged shit that he wrote at the time, blaming it on the effects of toxic foods that he was eating. So he would replace these unhinged articles with these statements and make excuses in the statements like that? Mm-hmm. that- it was this, this particular one was like five or six articles that he had on the site 
that was they took down the article and put the same statement up about this his toxicity in food and altering his mindset and stuff like this i don't know if maybe that he was testing out for the people to make sure that people yeah well he is what a what a hero yeah yeah he's out there doing doing the lord's work yeah why even put the statement up just a question i well i don't know like that's that's when i say there's so many little like roads that you can go down with this story and look into things that one if i had to guess perhaps maybe he ran into some legal trouble yeah and that was their that was their defense yeah, or like maybe maybe he took it too far and there was a certain image that they needed to avoid. I don't know, but mm-hmm. okay, so he so he writes these crazy articles and mm-hmm. then when they're too too much, he's replaced a few of them with this statement that Yeah. So it's Roseanne <laughs> the ambient caused the, the racist. Am- yes. <laughs> yeah, basically. Roseanne taking Ambien and then becoming racist. Yes, that's exactly what. Was he on Ambien? Was that the toxic? <laughs> Um, no, not, not that it mentioned in that, in that one. I don't, I don't know. Okay. No, that's amazing. I love that you've told me this. I'm so happy that you're, that you're on board. Yeah. So in one article from 2013, a natural news writer, not Mike Adams writes, tens of millions of Americans believe president Obama may be the most divisive president since Abraham Lincoln. I remember that. Yeah. Oh, the last guy who was president during a fucking civil war. Yeah. Well, and also there was the issue of slavery. Uh, yeah. Just a small, the issue of racism during the time of Abraham. Interesting that he chose him. Yeah. Because it was a race issue then. And is he, is, is he only divisive because he's black? Is that what that's supposed to mean? I think it's I think it's that he's also a lib. It's interesting. But again, like the divisiveness that occurred then was mm-hmm. half the country believed that slavery should exist and half didn't. Right. You're saying that we are at the same level of divisiveness as we were when we went to a civil war. Yeah. Interesting. Well, okay, so he wrote that. Great. The writer who wrote that article, the topic was something that was going on with Obama and federal um, Supreme Court power at the time. None of it is logical. None of it is no. like a real point. But um, moving on to his favorite topic, Hillary Clinton Ugh. loved her. I bet. Yeah. My, my first note is they're definitely not fans of her. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, they fucking hate her. Um, yeah. So the earliest Hillary... Uh, article that I could find was from 2008. And the title is, is the 2008 election rigged for Hillary Clinton? Clearly not. Clearly not. Wow. You're just getting all these things right. You were wrong about Y2K. You were wrong about Hillary. There wasn't a lot written about her between 2008 and 2014, but she was definitely a hot topic in the election years. In 2016, this is way more on brand for them. Sources claim Hillary Clinton is planning to use food as a weapon to starve political dissenters into submission. How? I think they just told you how. She's going to use food as a weapon to starve people. Okay. Which I don't know why you wouldn't just be like, she's going to take the food away. Yeah. (laughs) No, like, yeah, I don't. I'm It's such unhinged, like, formatting in all of this that I'm... I struggle. It, it, just, it can is you just struggle. come out and say that you fucking hate women? Like, can we just, can you just say that instead if that's what you <laughs> like? No. Hillary no. Clinton is going to come to take the food. Yeah. Only from Republicans. And this is like during the campaign or if she became president? 
Did you go that far to see like what they mean by that? This was in 2016. So this was leading up probably to the election then. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So yeah. So like if you don't, you know, if she, if you, you have to get in line because we all know that she is supreme lizard queen. Yeah. She's going to steal your food, starve you to death. Maybe do something with radiation too. If she can find her like radiation magic powers in that time. Which radiation is bad. We learned. It is. It is bad. <laughs> we learned. To, what did we learn today? Radiation, Radiation is bad. It's bad. Yeah. yeah. You don't want it. Nobody wants it. Away from politics, kind of in line with the whole prepper thing, anti-vaccination sentiment was something that was huge on the site from day one. Yeah. There was no lead in. And that was before COVID, probably. Oh. Vaccines in general were not good. Ooh, we're not good. Yeah. Absolutely. In 2008, they wrote an article about how a combination children's vaccine was linked to convulsions. 2009, how teenage girls developed uh, degenerative muscle disease after HBV vaccinations. And in 2010, Bill Gates says vaccines can help reduce world population, which they're just like touching on a bunch of like, because there's Bill Gates conspiracies, there's world population reduction conspiracies. There is a specific conspiracy that Bill Gates wants to reduce the world population. Yeah. Through like evil means or whatever. Really? Yeah. Okay. The site is also a huge proponent of the vaccine autism link, which has been disproven. Like the study that everybody clings to was unpublished. It wasn't peer reviewed. Like that guy specifically has been disproven. Yeah. Interesting. But they'll still cling to it because it fits their narrative. Yeah, exactly. By the end of Obama's administration, you pointed out like, okay, so people are coming here for natural health news and they're getting all this other stuff by the end of obama's administration conspiracy theory content is the main drive of the site like yeah. you would have to hunt to find unless it's a story about how radiation is bad for you uh you'd have to really hunt for some actual uh natural health content so uh with their consistent criticism of obama and hillary clinton over the years it's no surprise that they were all in and then some for trump yeah. Oh, of course. Well, yeah, because he, you know, perpetuates all of that bullshit. Going back to the radicalization of my family, like I said, when I looked at this, it didn't, it looked harmless. It looked like naturopathic stuff. Yeah. But during this time, I started to hear my family say some weird shit. First, uh, first about preparedness. All of a sudden they were like, you know, preppers really, they have the right idea. There was at one point I went home to visit and was shown in the back, like the back room. Oh, you know, we just thought that it would be good to have some like non-perishables on on hand. And it was literally like a bag of beans and some rice. It was not anything crazy. Yeah. I mean, we have non-perishables in the house. I remember at the beginning of the pandemic, like... People were, the shelves were empty in a lot of, you know, a lot of grocery stores. So people were stocking up to kind of make it through the supply chain issues. More more likely just the hoarding that was happening. Well, it's not, I wouldn't say that it's, um, you know, unusual or I wouldn't even look at somebody weird if they were like, well, we have some, some stuff saved up and it's a small amount in the event something happens, power goes out. You know, I totally, wouldn't, I wouldn't raise an eyebrow at that. I'd be like, oh, that's actually pretty smart. I should do the same thing. Yeah. It's also not a bunker. Exactly. Like look at the entire state of Florida that gets just hammered by hurricanes yearly almost. Yeah. I knew somebody who lived in Florida and she was like, we keep a generator because they lose power for days or a week or more when that shit happens. And that's devastating. But yeah, during this time, they were really starting to like emulate preppers in in their language, even though they weren't storing goods for the apocalypse. 
also during this time is when more extreme political rhetoric started to come through. Like I said, my family's always been very hardcore Republican and they and they like wore that on their sleeve as like a badge of honor. Yeah. But now they're on the birther train. They think that Obama's birth certificate is fake. Vaccine conspiracies were definitely starting to come through during this time, too. I, I heard a lot of suspicion about flu shots. I heard a lot. Like, at one point, I was told, man, if I knew uh, all the things that I know now about getting vaccines, I would have thought twice about getting you vaccinated as a kid. And I was like, Jesus, thanks for not having the internet to melt your brain in five minutes to the point where you are taking health advice that you're going to put on your kid. And risk your life. Yeah, just because you are consuming some unhinged man's blog. Yeah, that's crazy. They don't even really, like, there, there are no good citations in any of these things. No. Sometimes they'll cite um, something specific, like an actual article, and put a link to that, like, in the bottom. But more often than not, it's like, we're talking about this CNN article and all the, you know, and how everybody's lizard people and they're all going to come in and eat our brains or whatever. <laughs> and then the link, the source at the bottom is literally CNN.com. Yeah. It's not the article or the story. No, exactly. Right. Well, again, like that's yeah, all of these red flags that you just keep peppering all over me. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting that so many people, they don't, they're not seeing any of it. You or I or any reasonable person who sees something crazy is going to try to find, okay, so where's the source from this, you know? Right. And when you see that the source isn't, doesn't exist. <laughs> isn't even there. Yeah. Right. Like it should be a red flag, but, but the beauty of the messaging here is, why even put a source because they're it's fake news anyway like totally. right like isn't that yeah, what that is it doesn't matter don't you doesn't yeah i don't believe them mm-hmm. they're lying believe us instead totally cult people in the uh last couple of years of obama's administration the uh, good old days yeah my family started telling me that he was going to declare martial law oh my god i heard that too yeah and crown himself emperor I wish he would have. I mean, <laughs> it's funny that they were so afraid of that with Obama, but then like Trump kind of tried to do that without like the emperor thing. But yeah. I, I couldn't. Well, he didn't understand the hierarchy. That's why he, he no. didn't say emperor. No, he, yeah. didn't. he didn't. But but I do remember seeing Trump 2024, Trump 2028. Remember all those mm-hmm. things that he was supporting of like him being president forever? Forever. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. And then he would go and like visit it to like a dictatorship in, in North Korea and be like, they have the right idea. Yeah. I just, I lo- we love each other. Fucking cool. Okay. So Obama was going to declare martial law. Yes. And then he was going to be emperor. Yes. Forever. Because that would have worked 100%. Yeah. I, I can't tie that specific sentiment word for word back to natural news. However, I was able to find a couple of titles that like had that energy, um, <laughs> had that Obama it's Emperor Emperor Obama <laughs> martial law. It's, yeah, yeah, just a subtle martial law. So in 2015, they wrote uh, an article titled "Obama is a sleeper cell: How the Destruction of America's Culture, Economy, and National Security was Planned from the Start." Cool. In 2016, titled Obama Trying to Start World War III Before January 20th. That's the short version. A lot of these 
uh, article titles are very long, very clickbaity. I know. I've actually seen some of the articles mm-hmm. and they are awful, full stories, but then, but are nonsense, total fucking garbage. Yeah. They, they really, really are. I'm actually starting to get mad that people believe this. Like, you know, I, I try to be as empathetic and compassionate as I can be when it comes to people and their experiences. But if you believe, if you're reading these headlines and you're like, oh, fuck yeah, this is happening. And yeah. You're, by the end of that article, you believe that this is true. You're a fucking idiot. And I don't know how else to say that nicer. You can cut that out if you want. No, but it's I, fine. But it's true. Like if you are going, if you are reading this and you are 100% in there's something going on where you are, there's something wrong with you. And I know that there are educated, smart people who read this and for some reason are believing it. Why? What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Well, I think that a um, big motivation is that they want to believe it. Yeah. Let's just say 40 years ago, if you were going to say something awful about Obama, somebody would be like, mm, N-word, and yep. like move on or whatever. But you can't like get your point across with that's not as acceptable right. to anyway, at least in some circles. To be racist. To be anymore. racist, yeah. you know. So, okay, well, it's not that he's black. It's just that he's a communist and he's going to, you know, dismantle America and, you know, crown himself emperor and we're all going to be like in jail for thought crimes. And there's there. I think you're right. And they go so extreme on that. It has yeah. to be devastating. The the alternative to just like people like that living their life or holding those types of jobs. The alternative has to be something super devastating. And like, it's just it doesn't make sense. It's so crazy. I hear it, and it makes me mad that like anybody believes that. Yeah. And and you. There's this, this is why the love story part is so important in this podcast is because people fucking love this shit. Love it. They want to be the, you know, they, as much shit as they talk about Antifa, mm-hmm. they want to be the rebels from Star Wars and they want to be the heroes of the story. And so they need this crazy fucking story so that they can be the ones that knew it all along. You know, they can be, they live in the real world and not the matrix. And yeah, it's so crazy. Like you're not, this isn't a movie. No, it's not. It's just like, makes me, you know, you know that people are racist. You know that people hate Obama for just pure racism. So why not tell them he is really like this secretly evil entity that is here to have a global power. I think so like what you're saying is they're trying to put a legitimacy to the hatred beyond race. Yeah. So like we know you don't like Obama because you're racist. Yeah. Right. But we need to make it real. And so here's these other reasons why you should hate him that are not his skin color so other people can try to take you seriously about why yeah. you hate him. It's yeah. It's I wish people would just be honest and say Yeah, because no one's going to see through what a racist piece of shit you are when right. you're saying that he's going to, you know, declare martial law and light America on fire. Right. Um and when you say that he does, wasn't born in this country, that's the other thing that cracks me up is like what a horribly racist first off you know, Donald Trump led that sort of movement, right? With the right. birth certificate. And it sounds like this guy was full on board. Do you think that you folks are more qualified than the United States government to determine or uh, prove where somebody was born? Like yeah. any job that you have, you have to fill out an I-9 form and prove your citizenship. Yeah. I know I signed yours <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, you did. I, mean, I did. Yeah, I, I, I forgot about that until just now. Um, 
I, I, I legitimized your I-9 form for, for an individual. Uh, but no, that you have to fill out an I-9 form and prove your citizenship. You think the government doesn't do that for the president too? You think that you have better resources or is it that you think that the government knows that he's not from this country and that's the whole point? I think that when Obama showed up for his first day of work, he had a napkin that said IOU one birth certificate and they were like, yeah, this is, yeah. this is fine. Thank you. About the birth certificate, <laughs> I my house got broken into and yeah. I don't have it. You guys are cool with that, right? Fuck yeah. Totally. President of the United States, you really don't even do anything. We don't need your birth certificate. Just give it to us later. Yeah, that's totally fine. Here's the nuclear codes and, you know, good luck. Good luck to you. Not, yeah, here's every, here's the keys to the castle. One day, Obama, you're going to be emperor. That's how good you're going to be. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think that a lot of it is that he capitalizes on really basic feelings that people have about like, I, I, I hate Hillary Clinton because she's a woman and she's comes from a wealthy background. Yeah. Okay. So let me, you know, pile on. She is a lizard person. You know, she's going to starve people. She's killed people. It's, it's easy to pile on all this other shit. And for Mike Adams, the shit that he piles on is usually apocalyptic yes martial law world ending shit that you need to prepare for with stockpiles of freeze-dried goods exactly <laughs> buy buy now from the healthrangerstore.com <laughs> the fucking health ranger i hate it him. is it is really interesting because it is it's i think they want to say i don't want hillary clinton to be president because she's a woman but the reason that they're so furious about being pc is because they know now they can't do that. Yeah. They can't say that. Like they would say it back in the day. Yeah. You know? Totally. And so they have to make up these crazy stories mm-hmm. to be able to get across how detrimental it would be for someone like Hillary to be president. Not because any of that shit's true, but because she's a woman. And that's, it just is so, the lengths that you'll go and the stories that you'll tell to exclude diversity in any sort of way is not, in any way a reflection of the world around you but instead in my opinion it just makes you look stupid and weak and uh you know i i i hope that you know i think misinformation will always be there but i hope that uh more of these assholes can be called out at least tell better stories tell stories that are somewhat believable well i guess that's somebody who truly believes that like i i don't want this person to be president because I hate women. I hate black people. Oh, but I, I, at the very least am self-aware enough to know that I go out there and be like, this guy's bad because he's black, Yeah, you know, and like just being an unhinged, yeah. you know, person about that isn't going to, isn't going to get through to anybody. Yeah. But when you attach it to all these other crazy things, it, it would. And when you're starting at the baseline of somebody who probably doesn't have a very high intelligence level, that's probably what you're going to get in the output. Yeah. But that's, that's the whole thing. I can't just say I hate somebody for being a person of color. So I'm going to attach that they aren't from this country, yes. that they are going to take hold of power and never get it back. I hate this person because she's a woman, but I'm going to point out that she will starve you. She is a lizard person. She has killed people. I can't say I hate gay people. So I'm just going to talk about and endlessly how people in the queer community are all pedophiles. Yeah. You know? Trying to, trying to 
mask their phobias and their hatred with lies that are so extreme so that other people can see that they're dangerous. Yeah. Because for you, the danger is the diversity. Absolutely. But you need other people to see something different so that they will join you and hate that group too. Exactly. And so again, I mean, it's just, it's, it's to me, it's in plain sight. I feel like when this stuff pops up, it's, you can see it very clearly. Mm-hmm. I also want to point out, I don't know if I'm going to explain what is in my head right now the way that I want to, but I'm sort of chuckling at the fact that these people hate the PC culture, yet they play in it. Mm-hmm. That right there. Yeah. Instead of saying, I hate gay people, I hate black people, I hate women, mm-hmm. which you could. You 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 probably could, and your audience will join you on that. If you guys all just decided we're not going to hide our racism anymore. Yeah. There, it would be hard for us to stop you because I'm as we're finding out there are more racists in this world than I fucking thought there was. Yeah, but they're they exist. Um, but they don't want to lose their television program and they don't want right. to lose their spot in this particular site, so they play in the PC world by making up these fucking stories instead of saying exactly what they want to say. So it's like the bounds of the freedom of speech in which you profess and 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 what you think is ideal or whatever. Yeah. Has its limits even on your own platform and even on your own, like, it's true. It's so wild. But anyways, it's just, it's a joke. Such a joke. Yeah. Well, we are. Where do we go from here? Basically at the end of part two. Okay. So we're leaving off basically at the beginning of Trump's presidency. We'll pick back up in part three to take it from that point. I'm up, sweating. Up until the present. Yeah. God damn. I'm 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 president and president. I am president now. <laughs> because I'm because I am a dangerous queer. That's and right. <laughs> I am going to declare myself president forever and uh probably, you know, kill people with radiation. Yeah. Suck the lives out of children or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah. Stupid story is coming up. It will up keep next. me young forever. Yes. And then I can become a lizard person like Hillary. Oh, our leader. <laughs> our leader. <laughs> The leader of the lizard people. I, I'm just going to point out, I voted for Hillary, but I didn't I didn't have one fucking Hillary flag or piece of memorabilia. Well, I think that that's been the problem with the last two um, election cycles is that like, I don't think very many people were excited to vote for Hillary. I know I know, I wasn't like, you know, you don't want Donald Trump, but like yeah. you're not like feeling any kind of great way about Hillary. And the same with Joe Biden. People were not excited to go out and vote for Joe Biden. They just hated Trump so much. They were like, please make the madness stop. I was excited both times to vote against Trump. You're absolutely right. I actually, there's, there's elements of Hillary that I appreciated quite Mm -hmm. a bit. Um, you know, she's got a long history in politics and some people, that's great. Some people it's not, but no, yeah, I, uh, it's just interesting to me how, uh, how big of fans people were of Trump, like fans bought his products. Yeah. His Trumpy bear and all that fucking bullshit. But okay, so uh, the journey continues. The journey continues. So um, we're so we've date date two went well. This love story is really cooking. Maybe from date two, we get a little action. Yeah, is that what happens? It, it could at yeah. least two dates. It, yeah, the classy the classy people tried. You know, two three. I waited only two. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. not. You can put that in there or not. Um, First date. No, not me. 
I don't judge anybody who does. Um, cool. All right. So we're cooking. We're moving. Yeah. I think maybe um, on the break this time, maybe I'll, I'll uh, put you on the Health Ranger store. Oh, yeah. Com. Yeah. So you could take a look at their um, emergency preparedness section. I can't wait. Are we are we in for a rough landing here? Yeah, we are. This because is gonna pretty, this is going to escalate again okay. in in uh, in part three uh, with with Mike Adams and and how like successful he is with his bullshit. But it's also going to escalate with my family quite a bit. In OK, part three. So we'll wrap up today by encouraging listeners to reach out and and tell us, you know, your craziest story about Obama. Yeah. When did you hear that he was going to be emperor of us all forever? Yeah. Or like, did somebody in your family think that he was some leader from the Middle East here undercover? Yes. Because <laughs> I've heard that. A- a- any Obama conspiracy theories or misinformation, write in at misinfolovestory at gmail.com. Tell us all about it. Well, I will get the wine. Oh yes, it's cocktail it's time. It's red. Well, yeah, red. we're in the home stretch now, so we get we get red wine. Yay! Yay! <laughs> okay, see see you soon see, for part three. See you soon. Misinformational Love Story is hosted by Jeremiah Parker and Ashley Fournier. The show is produced by Lou Jay's Productions LLC. Our cover art illustration is by Matt Parker at Pop Kill Art. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The views expressed on Misinformation, a Love Story are host opinions and feature quotes from other media sources. The content in this podcast should not be taken as undisputable facts.